Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jumbo here, down in the Stay Tuned Sports studios. Feeling a little bit better than I was on uh, Friday, especially with the the the, the eye racing. The Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. Just wasn't a feeling that night. Um, kind of a rough day altogether. But no doom and gloom during this, this episode. NFL Draft was last week. My Philadelphia Eagles, probably one of the best drafts, and even draft night, I'll even say, that Howie Roseman ever pulled off, or any GM of the Eagles has ever done. Um, so we're going to recap some of the some of the winners, some of the losers of the NFL draft, as well as last Friday's uh, truck series, um, winners and losers of, the, of that race. And right before uh, we came on, so I'm recording actually a couple days earlier, um, DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games. Very surprising news. Um, but there's some parts of the story that just don't add up for the NFL. And we're going to talk a little uh, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Bauer. Bauer being suspended for two seasons in Major League Baseball. Should both cases, as far as the suspension, be the same? But before we get all into the show, head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts on the right-hand side there. Um, And up top is the merch tab. Uh, We've got some t-shirts there hats anyway you want to show your support for the show also head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash st sports just another avenue to show your support for the show i always give it back to as far as the giveaways things like that um speaking of giveaways no one won this past week's stay tuned sports podcast truck series giveaway and I'm not going to do one this week because I'm not sure if I'm going to be home in time to race. Um, but make sure you guys still tune in and cheer on your, your favorite drivers. And if you're new to watching it, maybe you, you'll find a, a new favorite driver to, to root on there. Um, and with the draft being over, you could always give the Stay Tuned Sports chat line a, a ring. 612-STS-CHAT. Tell me how you feel about your team. Do you think they did good? Did they miss on a couple picks? Did they overshoot on some picks? Let me know how, how you know how you feel about your team's draft. So, like we kick off every ep- episode um, Friday night over on YouTube, Three White TV. The boys were at Rockingham this past week, and as far as I went, like I said, it, it's it's a tough track. Um, I probably should have put a little bit more practice into it. Uh, I got maybe like two days of practice into it. <clears throat> Just couldn't get control of the truck. Sliding all over. Um, and even though one of the um, cautions were involving me, it was a, a big net code incident there. 
Um, I never actually touched uh, Jeremy Richmond, Richmond. Um, but what happened was got a little squirrely. I was afraid I was gonna hit the wall, and he was coming up behind me as well. So I was trying to stay high, and just net code took him out and ended his night, which I feel bad for. Um, I'm still learning. Uh, you know, I'm grateful that these guys are allowing me race against them, and I appreciate even all the tips that they give me and, and advice and you know things like that to uh, try to get better, and I'll, and I'll get there. But as far as the race um, itself, Julian Tassaro, he won the pole, uh, was very fast during qualifying, did not finish. Uh, I forget which lap he ended up in in his night, but um. I wasn't the only one. Um, There's a lot of trucks, especially early on, you know, slipping and sliding all over the, the track there. And it was causing a lot of, um, well, I, I wouldn't say a lot. I think there was only like three or four cautions, maybe. Um, maybe one was an actual incident. The other couple were more so on the net coach side. And kind of sucks because, you know, it was good, good racing. Um, and to have some of the, our, our drivers' nights end because of the netcode, just wish there was a way that uh, iRacing could fix that. You know, before I started racing with them, and I started racing back in February, um, but I was watching these guys for the past few seasons. Now being a driver, I can see how frustrating this it is to have netcode end one of your nights. Um, as far as uh, Matt Cherry, the other Stay Tuned Sports iRace driver um, he had a really good night started all the way in the back uh, I think actually maybe even behind me or right alongside of me and ended up finishing the night in fourth place um, maybe could have got third I, I know he was up in front for a while there towards the end but uh, wasn't able to pull out the win but still fourth place finish is a nice finish um, Chris Darlin had a good night even though his truck was all kinds of scuffed up. I mean, you could barely see the number on the side of his uh, his door there. And him and uh, Philip Scott had a really good battle late, late in the race. Um, no hard feelings between them. You know, just listen. You know, just reading the comments and, and listening to talk during this in the Discord. Um, both of them had a fun time battling each other. And that's what I really like about this league is, yeah, we're all competitive. We all want to win. Uh, but at the end of the day, we all enjoy racing each other. In the end, Mike Floppy Tellier wins the, the race. Um, he's having an outstanding season so far. Chris Darling is another one having a good season, the beginning of the season here. Not so much for your good friend Jimbo here. <laughs> I think I'm like 30, 30th in points or something like that. But you know what? Uh, again, going into the season, I wasn't expecting to win no championships. Just want to get some track time with these guys. And who knows how next season goes, you know. Uh, but, you know, enough talking about next season. I mean, it's only the third race of the season. A long road to go before the season's over. As far as my three racers for Iowa this Friday night. Uh, again, over on YouTube, 3YTV. Make sure you guys subscribe to 3YTV. 
That way you get notifications of whatever races they are broadcasting. Um, so my three racers, which is brought to you by Max Graphics, head over to their Facebook page for any type of paint schemes that you may need for your iRacing cars or trucks. First one, Tristan Maurer. Um, back-to-back good finishes. Like I kind of touched on a little bit, Matt Cherry was up there for a while. Him and Tristan had a, a, another good battle there, um, you know, between them two. Uh, and I believe he was actually the one that came in third place. So he had a good good finish there. So going into Iowa, I mean, he's starting to get the momentum going now. Um, curious to see if he keeps it going. Uh, my second racer I have to watch tonight is Nick Kessler. Uh, first two races, he had a good finish. This last race, not so good. He finished in tw- uh, 25th. I think the first two races, he was in top 10, maybe a top 5. Um, questions asked, Is this was this just a, a little hiccup? You know, can he get back into those, um, you know, top 5, top 10 finishes? So he's definitely another one you want to watch here uh, this weekend. And Vincent Valvan, Val, uh, sorry, Vincent, Vincent Valvino, um, hasn't cr- cracked the top 10 yet, but he's been close to past two races. So maybe this race here will be the one that helps him crack into that top 10 and start gaining some points um, to get up that that list there in the standings. Um, so that's my three racers to watch for this Friday night. Stay tuned sports podcast truck series at Iowa, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time over on YouTube, 3Y TV. Like I said, make sure you guys subscribe to 3Y TV, show them some love. And if you do tune in to watch the race, make sure you click that like button. So that way it helps 3Y TV and helps Stay Tuned Sports get recognized a little bit. <laughs> NFL draft was last Thursday, the first round draft. And then they had the second and third in the Friday and then the rest on Saturday. Um, I watched the first round draft. Not so much uh, Friday nights and Saturday nights, um, you know, the rest of the, uh, of the draft. But, I mean, I honestly have to say, and, and, you know, you guys may say because I'm an Eagles fan, I really think Philly may be the biggest winner of draft night, the first round, you know, Thursday. Um I wanted Jamison Williams from Alabama. He got picked a few picks before us. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with, you know, Kyle Hamilton coming to Philly. Um, you know, we need some safety help there, even though he could he could play corner. Um, as you probably hear my dog upstairs. <laughs> um, sounds like Jordan Davis up there. Jesus. But he ended up getting picked by the Ravens, which I know my oldest is excited about being a Notre Dame fan and a Baltimore fan. So they went with my third pick, my third best pick, Jordan Davis. Now listen, I didn't know he was as big as he is. No man that weighs that much should run a, a 4-7. And when they were showing clips of him um, from this past season, if he gets going, you might as well kiss your ass goodbye. Um, the one play that they showed that I was absolutely uh, in love with was he, he basically did like a, a stunt or something to the left 
and it was a running play to the right and he chased the running back down he like from behind like a 200 pound running back gets chased down by a 380 pound man like it's insane he's very athletic and the story they told on uh, draft night that I absolutely love too was I don't know if it was high school or early on in his college career uh, but he came out the field his, his night was over you know they were blowing out whoever it was and he went up to the, the chain gang the, the one person holding the, the first down marker said here I'll hold it for you and dude didn't know what to do he's like uh, I don't think I could do that and Davis was like, you guys do enough for us. Let me hold it. And he held it for him. You know, so hopefully he could keep that personality and not fall into the, you know, the wrong crowd or anything like that. And he'll be just fine in Philly. And once that pick went, you know, went by, I was like, all right, I'll go upstairs, you know, go lay down and get ready for bed. Because, you know, after 15 picks, you know, it's an hour and a half in. Like, NFL's got to fix the first round draft somehow, as far as timing goes. But laying there, and I get a notification on my phone that we traded the number 18 pick and a third round pick for A.J. Brown. I was ecstatic. And then sign him for an extension, which is not bad money. You know, four, uh, four years, I think it was, 100 million, 57 guaranteed. That's not bad. And. I'll touch on that in a second here. But now you you team him up with Jalen Hurts. If this don't elevate Jalen Hurts' game, then he's gone next year. And it's perfect timing because we still got the two first-rounders next year. On top of the other person that benefits from this trade is Devontae Smith. He doesn't have to worry about having the pressure to be the number one guy there. He could take a couple more years to learn from AJ Brown to you know even make his game better so this trade here was just absolutely phenomenal and we stole a big receiver from Tennessee but the, the question has to be asked so now what happens to Jalen Rager I don't think they're cutting him I think they're gonna give him a, a, a one more year now even though you're probably looking at the depth chart of you know, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quiz Watkins, and then maybe Rager, which is, you know, fine. And if he could fill in that, that fourth wide receiver spot that everybody thought maybe J.J. Ortega Whiteside, who's moving to tight end, he, he saw the numbers there. He knew he had to move somewhere else to be able to stay on the team. And maybe, you know, Something will finally click. I mean, look at Brandon Graham, okay? He's a perfect example of this. Brandon Graham was a first-round draft pick for Philly, and he was just not living up to that expectation until about the fifth, sixth year. And now look at him. He's, I mean, he was a Super Bowl hero. hero. Um, and he's one of the, the biggest leaders on this team now. So do I think Rager still has enough talent to be in the, the NFL? Yeah. Is he a number one guy? No. Can he be a number two guy? On this team, I don't think so. But any other, maybe. 
you know, so maybe this little step back will give him some time to work on his game. And then the other thing about our draft, which helped, I believe, make us the the winners of the draft, is the fact that we got Nakobe Dean in the third round. That's a first round talent going in the third round. So not only are you getting the first round talent, but as far as the salary cap aspect of it, you're going from millions of dollars a year to maybe a million dollar a year. And it, it first came out that people like GMs and everything were not high on him because he had a, a pectoral strain that may need surgery. He just came out yesterday and said that I don't know what people are talking about. I'm ready for OTAs. So, uh, you know, did uh, Eagles executive leak information to try to scare off people? If they did, it worked. The other team that I think uh, won this draft was the Jets. Now, it may be the only thing that they win this year, but Jets got Sauce Garner. It's a good pick, but I actually like the Garrett Wilson pick better. Um, You're helping out Zach Wilson that had no wide receiver help last year. And then you stole Jermaine Johnson late in the first round. So they they helped that defense out a lot. And they gave Zach Wilson a, a very good target. Can they put it all together now? We'll have to see. So maybe this, like I said, will be the only thing they win this year. Biggest loser, I think, uh, of this draft is Minnesota Vikings' Andrew Booth Jr. And you're probably like, the hell are you talking about You know this player for? And, and not the Vikings themselves. But I don't know if you've seen, uh, it was like the second day, when that's when they usually bring like, you know, NFL legends or season ticket holders, fans to announce the picks. Well, Minnesota had former Viking running back Ed Marinera come out and announce his pick. After about five minutes of just rambling about stupid shit, they finally had to have a producer come out and tell him, dude, you gotta you gotta read the card. You gotta get this pick over with. So now he's gonna be forever known as the guy that had, you know, Uncle Ed ramble on about war stories before they picked your name. Hopefully, this guy, Andrew Booth Jr., plays a lot better than how Ed was talking. So we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we got some more football talk. And we're going to bring the hot minute take back for another week. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I have a hard time sleeping at night. So what is the stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It's one thing you can do every single day and costs you less than $3 a day. 
So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We are back after that quick break from Athletic Green. Make sure you guys go check them out. They have some good stuff over on their website there. So this past week, breaking news a couple days ago, um, DeAndre Hopkins of the Cardinals suspended six games for a banned substance. A lot of questions there because, you know, he's been in the league now for 10 some years. Um, never tested positive for any type of drug has always had his nose clean you know never in the, the the spotlight for the wrong reasons like we see you know domestic you know situations or things like that so it, it already is surprising that he's in the news and for the wrong reasons but the question i have is and it came out um his his agent released a statement and said this positive test was from a November test. He tested negative in October, tested negative in December. So what happened in November? And the question I have too is, I mean, we see so many times, I think it was uh, Miles Garrett got tested a couple times, you know, a couple weeks in a row. You get these tests back fairly quickly. Why why did it take till now? And if we really think about it, was the NFL trying to hide something because I believe at that at that point of the the season, that's when the Cardinals were having a huge run. Right around that time, I think uh, beginning of December is when they had the, the nosedive and just start losing games left and right. I mean, me personally, I don't think he should be suspended. Not because he tested positive, but this is from November. Like, why did it take so long? And I, I just saw that, you know, he's going to drop uh, the appeal and, and serve the suspension. I wouldn't. I'd be fighting this appeal and say, and just ask that flat out question why did it take so long i want to see the samples that you guys tested and have my people test them make sure you guys don't screw them up because how many times in the past couple years have we seen players in the nfl test positive when it was negative how many times have we seen it in ufc someone mishandled something and there's got to be answers for it and it's a shame that it comes out now, especially with all the the drama going on with Arizona and Kyle Murray with the, the contract situation. So, I mean, I, I kind of wish Hopkins would fight this. I think he would win it or at least get a, a significant drop in games as far as suspension, maybe a two game suspension 
because of how this was all mishandled. So before we go, we actually want to bring back our hot minute take here. Um, past week, Trevor Bauer was announced that he will miss the next two seasons due to suspension over the the domestic, not even domestic. I mean, he, he wasn't found guilty on anything, but I guess you would say player conduct, you know, uh, policy. But here is my little take on Trevor Bauer and Deshaun Watson's case. So here it is. Deshaun Watson has yet to be suspended. Um, has not had any criminal you know, charges put on him, just like Trevor Bauer. Now we've seen multiple times the NFL be so inconsistent with suspensions when it comes to domestic dispute or abuse, um, gun charges, things like that. Well, MLB may be messing up baseball on the field, but they're nailing these suspensions. Everyone that I've seen so far, I, I, I agree with. Except for this one. I, I don't think Bauer should be suspended for two seasons. I mean, he already, he already was suspended for a year or so. He should get time served for that. But there is the play call book, whatever you want to call it, for the NFL when it's time to suspend Deshaun Watson. And suspend him for two seasons. So that's my little take on Deshaun Watson. Um, it just messed up that there are women out there that probably were assaulted, whatever you want to call it, by Deshaun Watson. Just not enough evidence to have charges filed against them. And you got Trevor Bauer here who dates a girl that is into that stuff. And get suspended for two seasons be curious to see if he ever is able to make it back to the major league baseball I mean I, I I'm, I'm sure he, he will but being off from the game for two seasons it's gonna be hard to get your stuff back I think that's gonna be it for this week uh, make sure you guys head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts on the right hand side there uh, make sure your notifications are on for them. So that way, when it's Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time over on YouTube, 3 Wide TV, you'll get a notification saying that, hey, stay tuned sports podcast truck series about to, to air. Come on over and watch Jimbo crash into the wall or, you know, whatever whatever you root for when you guys watch uh, racing. Um, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash ST sports for, you know, to show your support for the show. Um, as well as our chat line, 612-STS-CHAT. Give me a call. Tell me what you think about the whole Deshaun Watson, Trevor Bauer situation. Are they the same? Should the suspensions be the same? Should it be different? So, till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.